waiting 13 years for Sunday night. But Sunday night football is finally back in Buffalo. Why so serious? Podcast season three, episode 14. Sunday night football makes a return to Buffalo, and the Bills come out on top. I'm Fredo, joined by Ashley and Will. Guys, what a week. It's I mean, I we I feel like we open up the show every week this year saying, What a week, what a week, what a week. <laughs> this time I could seriously say this might be the best victory Monday of all time. Honestly, no I have been in such a good mood all day. I I mean, I expected them to win, but just the way they do it every time, it like it just gets better and better. It does, and well, this this week anytime, is anytime you can go into a game like that, and and most people counted us out against Pittsburgh, just judging by their record, and we can go in there and handle them like that in the second half. I mean, that's a hell of a way to to start your Monday off. I tell you right now. And it really was like starting a Monday off because that showed that game didn't end until like almost eleven forty-five. For a second, I was I was laughing because I had to work last night, and I'm sitting there, I'm watching the game, and I'm like, this first quarter like couldn't end. And yeah. I think each team had the ball five or six times in the first quarter, and I'm like, all right, this is getting pretty ugly. And then the second quarter, I was was really ugly until the last fifty-nine seconds. Taron Johnson with that big pick six is, and that's really what changed the game uh, for the Bills and, and really shifted momentum. Um, the Bills really came out in the second half firing. Uh, Josh Allen, I, I wanted to start off with this guy this week. He had a monster game uh, for the Bills on Sunday night. And this guy, he's, he's, he's continuing to put his name in the MVP conversation. Yes, we're saying this about a Buffalo Bills player that's not named Jim Kelly, Andre Reed, Bruce Smith, or Thurman Thomas. Uh, what did what did we think about Josh's performance on Sunday Night Football? Again, another big win in prime time. I mean, I wasn't very impressed. I loved to see him. I mean, he threw the ball forty three times, which is quite a lot. And I know we have a better per, uh, win percentage when he does throw more often. Um, just his connection with Stefan Diggs alone was extremely impressive in the second half. Um, just to see them connect on so many deep balls. And I think Pittsburgh's defense was playing more of a zone, which I didn't understand why, because that left Stefan Diggs open almost all the time. And Josh was going to go there every time, you know, Diggs ended with 10 receptions, 130 yards, a touchdown, you know, Josh Allen is pretty darn close to those numbers that Jim Kelly had in his best year on their run to the Super Bowl. And, and, so. and, jo- and Jim Kelly actually, per Jill Kelly's accounts last night, this today, said um, that Jim said last night during the game, damn, Josh is going to break all my records. And <laughs> he's on track. I mean, this guy last night becomes the all-time – or for most single season touchdowns for a bill, he's at 35 right now. He's probably on pace for 45 and 50 might be tough. Three games left. Um, I think he can get to 45. He'll definitely get to 45. Yeah. I think he'll definitely get to 45 watching Josh last night. Um, you know, early in the game, like we were discussing before the show, you know, I was kind of nervous, you know, the, they they didn't look too good at all. We couldn't move the ball. At the same time, Pittsburgh couldn't. So it was kind of a standoff, you know. But um, the second half, Josh really just – I don't know what happened at halftime, but they went in there and talked about it, looked at something, and came back out, and they looked like they looked last week. Um, you know, he was firing on all cylinders. Um, the beautiful thing about the way Josh is playing right now is that there aren't any favorites. I mean, I get it. You know, Beasley and Diggs are eating big time. But, I mean, Davis is involved. I mean – trying to get the tight ends involved. He has no presence where he throws the ball. He he looks, surveys the field. He, I love the fact that he throws it in the dirt more often now instead mm-hmm. of just throwing up some craziness. Um, his accuracy, honestly, has improved 100% from where it was. Now, it's always room for improvement. Yeah, he sailed a few of them out of bounds, but that from where he came from is spectacular. And and uh, like Jim should worry because Josh is going <laughs> to shatter those records and, and – uh, he should. Josh is going to shatter those records, man. I mean, this boy's on pace. Um, I think that he's going to break most of Jim's records, you know, and, and if he gets us to these Super Bowls and wins them, well, then that just puts it all to bed then. Ooh, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> this is really what we're talking about right now is the Super Bowl. Like, 
it's crazy. It's just so crazy to me. Like me and Mike, we didn't live during that time or we weren't really old enough to understand it. So just the fact that we're talking Ooh. about it in our franchise quarterback's third season, he is only 24. This could be the right. start of a very long run for this Buffalo Bills team. It could. Well, a lot of that's going to depend on how they, they conduct business, um, yep. which, I, which I'm very confident in the way they're conducting business now. Now, like I was saying on the last show, five, six years ago, I wouldn't have been as comfortable with this because I, I know the whole history of Buffalo. Man, they'll dismantle the team in a minute and not Pam. But now they're building something here, and they believe in it. They're adding all the key components. They're going to keep this nucleus together, and everything is just going to get better. Watch and see. Buffalo Bills are here to stay. They're going to be in all of these sports commentators' mouths for years and years to come every week. The <laughs> Buffalo Bills are a problem, and we're here to stay. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. We're going to just keep circling the wagons. The one – and obviously it's funny, too, that we're, we're – it's – I was listening to um, because I was I was working last night and it was kind of nice because WGR was um they were on until like two thirty in the morning last night so I was I was working and I was I was listening to WGR and first of all it was kind of nice to listen to something that wasn't myself talking by myself for five hours but um right they were like Nate Geary was like I am hosting a show right now for a potential Super Bowl contender. It's and, and the show, the content was great. For once, you don't have fans that are calling in, complaining, and saying, oh, fire this guy, fire this guy, fire this guy. Mm-hmm. For once, the right. hype is actually real surrounding this team. And, and it's it's great national hype. I mean, we went in on national TV against a team that's 11-1. and one, And I don't care that the Pittsburgh Steelers, we, we said it last week, their schedule wasn't that good. They Cup still game. won 11 football games. It's the NFL. They won 11 games. Yeah. They're eleven and two now. We handed them that L. But before that, they were eleven and one. They lost to one football team. We could have potentially handed them their first loss yesterday. Uh, right. Let's so, say we didn't. <laughs> I, yeah. I. I. I oh. We had them their second. But yeah. I. Um. Just kudos to what the guys are doing over at One Bills Drive because they are really doing a remarkable job. Uh. And obviously, a shout out to Brandon Bean with that contract extension. Uh, we Bean and McDermott are here to stay for a long time. Um, and this goes back into our discussion that we had last week about Josh Allen, um, and contract talks and contract money. He's he's probably going to get an extension this offseason. Oh, yeah, They're not going to let him play on his rookie deal next year. They're not going mm-hmm. to. You need to keep him the way he is. Um, and I, I just love this kid. I mean, I know, and, and I couldn't find video of it that I could pull. Um, earlier in the game, pregame yesterday, Juju Smith goes on 50 yard line, right? Bill's logo and starts dancing on the logo. The guy's an idiot, makes a TikTok video, um, of him dancing on the logo. And then Josh goes, Let's do all the or let's do all the playing. They can do all the fucking dancing. Pardon my French. And I, I just love this kid. I just love him. He 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 knows how to silence out the hate. He knows how to just focus on one thing, and that's the game of football. And he he just beat one of the best. He handled in the second half one of the best defenses in football. And you know he does something every week that almost makes me like him like a little or love him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It was the pregame speech this week, and then at the end of his postgame um, chat with the announcer, he just goes "Go Bills," and I'm like, that little tiny thing just means the world to us. Like, it really means that he's, you know, engulfing himself in Buffalo, where he is living with this team, with this fan base, with everybody in the town. I mean, it's just incredible to see a guy come in and just love, uh, like, love us as much as we love him back. And And that's what somebody said last night, too, on NBC. I think it was Mike Tirico, maybe. Um, Somebody was saying how it's pretty amazing how Josh is – just so loved. He goes, Buffalo has a guy they love and he loves them. He goes, Buffalo's going to be somebody said, maybe it wasn't NBC. I heard it in the last 24 hours. Um, it, I love, I love the kid. I, I absolutely love the kid. Oh. When you, um, you know, <clears throat> Josh, when he came into Buffalo, 
it was a it was some negative talk about you know some things that happened in the past with the guy, um, which I didn't really put a lot of weight on. People do silly things sometimes. It happens. His past is over with. He's here to play ball. He's always showed from day one that he was here to play football. Um, he was extremely green. Most of the time when you look at him, you know, early on, people were questioning if he is the guy, is he going to be the franchise quarterback? Oh, we made a mistake. We should have drafted differently. Um, a lot of friends that I know anyway, you know, they said, no, nah, you got to give him time. You know, looking at his tape from college, looking at, you know, the mistakes that he is making right now, those are mistakes that can be corrected. And uh, they have been corrected. And he's been gradually getting better. Even last year, you know, he got better, better. You know, sure, he made a lot of mistakes. But, you know, this year, when you really look at him, he is in the conversation. And it's not just me. It's some professionals on television that's been saying this. And the top three quarterbacks in the country. I mean, when you – we have Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Listen, the <laughs> Buffalo Bills have a quarterback that all the commentators are saying is hot, you know, in the top three, four in the country. I mean, that's up there, Mahomes, Wilson. And I tell you what, Mahomes and Wilson right now, he's playing better than both of them, and those are the league's hot boys. Easy. It's amazing. They're getting hot at the right time. Like, everything yeah. is just coming together, finally, right. for this team. I worry about the, the playoffs, though. Just, I mean, the 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 AFC this year, it's funny. When you look at the standings, and you look at the like playoff brackets as a whole, the NFC is not dominant like they normally are. No, I mean there's a lot of close to 500 teams in the NFC, whereas in the AFC you have your seven seed could potentially be ten and six. Jeez. Right. Wow. It's 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 insane. I was actually so. I, I at work when I was uh, done with work this morning, I was playing with the ESPN's playoffs machine simulator, and just if Miami, let's say Miami goes one down the stretch, they beat they beat New England. So let's say they let's say Oakland beats them. That's going to be a really good game. That is and then, a good um, game. Let's say they beat us because who knows? We might have our we might have Matt Barkley starting week seventeen. Uh, which yeah. is insane. When have we That's ever so weird quarterback? Know, but if honestly, if they're going for the division still at that point, I, well, no. They, here's the thing, though, with the division: the Bills, if they win Saturday, it's we'll over. have it clinched. It's clinched. Yeah. The division's oh, clinched. They win yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it was that quick. Like I know yeah. it was. It had to be close. Like I know we clinch a playoff spot if the Browns win tonight. Yeah. Ashley, I understand, sweetheart. It's tough to keep up with greatness, and the Buffalo Bills are just that this year. It's honestly, like I said last week, it's like we're growing into this team a little bit because all of a sudden they went from, okay, this is a decent team, like win some, lose some, boom, 10 and 3. Super Bowl talk, MVP talk. Like, it's just, it blows my mind after all these years. This is what we've been waiting for, and now it's finally here. So I'm trying to enjoy it, but not get too caught up in it. Like, Hey, do you want to know something too? So, so that game last night was a big exclamation point for a lot of people. Now, I get it. Talked about Pittsburgh having some cupcake games and all this stuff, but they still play professional teams. They're still in the NFL teams. Anything can happen on any given day. They won the games, right? So they had a, a great record. We didn't just go out and just beat these boys by a little bit. I mean, we literally, once we came out the gate second half, we we manhandled them. I mean, Ben yeah. didn't know what to do. We finally got in that backfield, got some sacks, um, and Josh just distributed the ball phenomenally the whole rest of the game. Yeah, and, and that throw that you saw right there, that was probably the best play that Ben had all day. And that's the thing. Yeah. We made Ben Roethlisberger look his age. We, we made Ben Roethlisberger right. look stupid. Yeah. And he, he's even put out some – there's been some press today saying, like, if he's going to – if I'm going to play like that, I might as well retire. Something along those lines. So – the the pick right. through too like it was a gift uh, uh, that pick was oh like, that was a bad interception that was like yeah, it was. football seven beers deep I'm gonna throw it to the fullback and hopefully he just gets that one catch for the first down right and he just throws a lob pass like I, I first of all that ball I mean granted it's TV I'm sure the ball looked I'm sure the ball was thrown a little harder than it looked on TV but. It, it literally looked like the ball hung up in the air forever. It was an awful play. 
and, and Buffalo took advantage. Tara Johnson had a, a great game. Um, and people say, yeah, that other side, other the side opposite Tredavious White's kind of a liability, but this game, it wasn't. Teron Johnson had a pick. Levi Wallace had a pick. We've been bullying Levi Wallace this whole week because of last week. And look at what happens when we bully people on Twitter. I don't try to intentionally bully anybody, but we bullied him and we bullied Dawson Knox. And look what happened this week. Magic. Right. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, Knox still had had a couple issues with his hands, man. That boy... (laughs) I don't know. He can't get it together all on one page. But, you know, he's playing well enough to, you know, get us what we need here and there. So, you know, that's the best you can do. I- I'll tell you what, we get down a lot on the Bills. Like, we, I know for a fact I did, you know, talking stuff. Oh, man, it's defense this. We got giant holes in them. But they were winning, and we were still talking like that. The reality is you win the games. You know, if you win in the games, that's great. But like I was saying early in the season, when people were hyping up the Bills and, oh, man, we're great, our record was, you know, this and that. I, I was like, I don't know, man. We we playing yep. crappy. We need to play better because I want us to play like this is the playoffs. Because I, I don't know about you, man, but when I was sitting in Denver, you know, I was with Stevie in Denver um, last time when we made the playoffs, and we were watching the Texans. And I'm sitting there, mm-hmm. and it was a nasty feeling in my stomach watching that game towards the end. I don't want it again. So that's why I no. preach. Listen. Let's practice right now how we're going to play in the playoffs. And yeah. if they play like that, like they played last week and this week in the playoffs, we'll be in good shape because I'm, I'll am be honest, looking across the league, I mean, I think that we can beat damn near anybody on any given day right now. I'll tell you this. The Bills are going to finish 13-3. and three. They're not going to lose to Denver. They're not going to lose to the, the Jets are awful. New I, England. I mean, Wait, it's a Patriots. Foxborough. No, I know. I'm just saying. Right. We played oh. the Jets, though, too. But the Patriots, that's going to be our toughest game. <laughs> we have a chance to eliminate – think about this. We have a chance to eliminate the Patriots from playoff contention. It's uh, going down. Sweet, like, sweet. I kind of want New England to win this week just so that could potentially happen next next game. I, I wouldn't be mad about it, honestly. <laughs> I, I Honestly, that talk about karma. Well, not karma, because, I mean, obviously they were a good team. Like, say what you want about the cheating scandals. Say what you want about Tom Brady, Belichick, whatever. Just the, the, the aura around that game, the feeling of eliminating them. I, I would only can only imagine what these guys would say, what the media would say. Kyle, Kyle Brandt, I was watching Good Morning Football this morning, and Kyle Brandt, man, I hope he calls the NFL Network's Good Morning Football team calls the games on Saturday, and I really hope Kyle Brandt is on the game for the. Oh, that'd be great! Finally, someone in our favor because we always get everybody that. Oh well, this team that the Buffalo Bills are against has faced so much adversity, so much adversity. Well, you know what? Everybody's dealing with coronavirus. It's hit every team in a different way. Every team has had a game move. A player injured, a player out because of COVID. Um, it, you know what? Everybody's dealt with adversity, some more yeah. than others. But you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> now I say it all the time. Hey, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Will just sits with that on his lap, ready to go. It's uh, the always. The Why so serious podcast? But Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Brandt recording said. Buffalo, he was so fired up to talk about the segment. He goes, he goes, Buffalo, you beautiful bastard. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, I'm just so happy for the people of Buffalo. I'm so happy for uh, Mafia, for Pinto Ron, for all those guys. And it was, it was really cool to see the Bills tweeted. The Bills tweeted. Definitely. If you haven't seen it, go look at it. It's amazing. It is really good. I, I love the good morning football team way better than ESPN. Um, in my opinion, um, I do honestly, too. She's definitely think, good at her job. Yeah, they oh, are. Yeah. Great, great, great. <laughs> I have been glued to freaking Twitter since last night when we won. I just keep scrolling because it's so nice to see like all the interesting content yep. that everybody's putting out right now. I mean, you saw them put Stefan Diggs like face on a guy dancing on the Steelers logo. I've seen someone remix the Juju with a shout song over it. Like, there's just there's so <laughs> many cool things out there that I have seen today that just – Bill's Twitter is immaculate when they are winning. It is. Hey, 
Cole Beasley is on another planet right now. He's like, I was watching him. He he completed catch. Get up so pissed at himself, like, because he didn't get that extra two yards. I'm like, dude, you just gained like 16 yards. Like, what's the problem? <laughs> but he, I love that. You know, like, he is so, he gets up talking. You can see his lips moving in his helmet, man. He's pissed. He wants more, you know? <laughs> I, I, it's you know it's funny in in this this off season, and I think we can all admit this when all these predictions started coming out in June and July that said the Bills were going to be twelve and four this year. I'm not going to lie. I I looked at it at first and I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like we're getting talked about on the national media like this. Twelve wins is tough. This schedule this year was tough, and they're on pace for twelve. They're on pace for 12. I, I honestly think if they play the way they have the last two games, they're going to win 13 games this year. And hey, holy you shit. You know what the analogy was, Fredo, when he was talking about uh, having a friend named Bill? And did you see that? Real quick, this is what he was doing. He said, he said being a Buffalo Bills fan is like having a friend named Bill that just can't get his life together. He <laughs> – he always he always loses his job. You know, he's a very good guy though. He'll come by the house and play with the kids for a little while. And then he'll have a soft story about his job, why he lost it, who to blame, this and that, whatever. You know, you always pat him on the back because he's a nice guy. Well, this time Bill came over. Hey, he got his act together. He's got a great job. He's got a hell of a supporting cast. We can actually believe in Bill this time. I believe that Bill's going to hold this job and actually do a great job being an American citizen contributing to society. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Oh, hey, I'm saying contribute to society all you want, Bill. <laughs> we'll hey, we don't want Bill to lose his job. Please, no, no. Bill, keep your job, man. Keep, your job, <laughs> keep man. playing so, for us. So who is Bill? On the Bills roster, front office, who is Bill? Josh? You know what? Um, now, you know, we have to start with the top, man. I think that we have to start really at the top with who's signing the checks because they're true fans. The Pagoulas are fans. Yeah. Like, they are yeah. Buffalo Bills. They are – no, not Buffalo. They're Buffalo fans, the city of Buffalo. Yeah. So, you know, they put people in place to do their jobs. Um, and it's just trickling down to the field. You know, that's where it starts. And now on the field, everybody loves to be in Buffalo because, well, Chip Wall's closed now, but we used to have a hell of a party time here. People love Buffalo. There is no fan base better than the Buffalo Bills fan base. The reasons they didn't want to play here before are all gone. They're paying people now. We have a good quarterback. We've got a, a good line. We've got a good defense. We've got a hell of a front office that's actually making sure that things are structurally sound. Um it's Bill is a contender right now. Bill is a contender. Don't forget the new facility too that they built for those guys. It's high tech, state of the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big. I mean, I mean, I know it doesn't seem like much to us because it doesn't do anything for us, but for those players, they get those sleep pods. They get a better recovery. I mean, our injuries, like knock on wood, it hasn't been as bad. And I think that facility has a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they definitely laid out laid it out for us um, to win, you know. So I mean, that was a funny story about Bill. Like, who is Bill? Oh my God! Please let him keep his job. But you know, that's just the truth. I mean, we've been conditioned that way for years. Like, oh my God, we're doing great, and then come like December, we're all sitting in the bar ordering triple shots of tequila because we're, <laughs> you know, because hey, we started off kicking ass, and then all of a sudden, how do we lose five in a row? <laughs> you know? I'm reminiscing uh, about the Titans game this year in the oh, rec room. Yeah. <laughs> that 2011 <laughs> season. We were doing that 2011 horrible. season still haunts me. Oh, it's horrible. But uh, didn't yeah. we all predict like 11 and 5 at the beginning of the season? Weren't most of our yeah. preseason predictions 11 and 5? This season? Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was either 11 and 5 or 12 and 4. Wow. Look at us. Guys. ESPN and NFL Network said 12 and 4. Mm -hmm. I'm going to miss because I'm at four. I said a 12 and four, but I think, man, I don't know. We'll see. I think see. the over in Vegas was 10, so I think that that at least pushed this week. Cash in your bets. 
I don't I don't know anybody that bet that, so I don't know if it was ten or if it was. I I know it wasn't like the prediction. I know it was lower than that, so I'm pretty sure it was ten. Um, but I want to get into the play of Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs because of Josh Allen, but Stefan Diggs in the second half, monster, wow. absolute monster. I mean, this team was on offense extremely quiet in the first half of football. And then you come out of the come out of the locker room. This is a team now all year other than maybe with the exception of last week has struggled in the second half. We come out of the locker room, we lay an egg, we still somehow win the game. Um digs 10 catches, 130 yards. I think 100 yards came in the second half. If not maybe right. like around 100 yards. I don't know the exact number. Um Monster game had a touchdown. He was just on unguardable. Nobody could guard Diggs yesterday. Nobody could, and Josh knew that. And that's what a good quarterback does. When he sees that, he takes advantage of it, and he did to the nth degree. Diggs balls out. Josh balls out. It it was an all around offensive just onslaught in the second half for the Bills. And God, it was amazing to watch. And the even better part was when we held the ball for over seven minutes yep. at the end of the game to drain the clock right. and not give it back to Pittsburgh. That is even almost harder to do. So yeah. you even think about it in those 23 minutes between the beginning of the third quarter to the middle of the fourth quarter, that is the sweet spot of this game. And the crazy part is where has that been all year? The third quarter curse is finally broken. It was Well, I'll tell you what. When you're when you have that much fear in your heart and you go into the locker room after a horrific first half like that, and you real you know what you do? You realize, hey, I know we played like crap, but so did they. They didn't score. They're not beating us like that. So this is a new game. Let's go out here and treat it like the they first quarter. Was. So I think they were confused. They they skipped the whole third quarter slump by just starting to play like they should have played in the first quarter. Yeah, well, and Josh did come out of the gate. I don't know if you guys remember this. He came out looking a little jittery. His feet were a little pitter-pattering all over the place, and he looked kind of like, like he wasn't sure where he was throwing the ball. But like you guys said, in the second half, he really just clicked, picked it up. Hey, but not for nothing. Not for nothing. Pittsburgh, seriously, they lived in our backfield, man. And I don't want to trash our line, but good Lord. Josh, we really can't say anything at all about him. He was running for his life. I mean, they were in that backfield every single play. The one play, and I forget who he threw it to, but Josh, I, I remember watching it. I was like, God, this is amazing. He rolls out, and he finds a receiver pretty much wide open. It might have been Knox. I forget who it was. but Oh, when he, he rolled out to his out. right. Yeah, he rolled, and that's where he's so dangerous, when he rolls out to the right, and he maybe gets that linebacker that was spying him to come blitz him, and it leaves somebody open right in the middle of the field. And right. he did that again last night, and it, it paid off. And it, trust me, I, I get extremely nervous when I see that boy leave me the too. pocket. Like, I want him 100%. Saved. But when I see him on the run, I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe he's got this. Um, I mean, he Josh played really well. 28 for 43, 238, or 238 yards, um, two touchdowns, one pick. The pick was ugly. Um Sorry, 24 for 43. Um, but honestly, he did look a lot smarter when he was trying to run the ball yesterday. He didn't he did. take it unless he had room to go and room to slide. And yeah. you can see that growth in yeah. his brain, yes. And that's, you know, I'm proud of him for finally, you know, being able to make those decisions that, you know, his first year, here he is just playing hero ball, running it every time because he didn't see his man, you know, wide open. Now he's throwing it close to guys who are covered a little bit because he trusts his receivers now, and he trusts himself and knows when to run and when not to. Right, right. Yeah. I, his decision making, his decision making is a hundred percent better back there. I'm telling you right now, I just love the look of his face, like seeing how dialed in he is. Yeah, you know, you can see he's like zeroed in and he's surveying the field. And he's literally calculating every single thing he's doing out there, almost like overcautious not to make a mistake, but just enough. I mean, some of it shows because some of those balls are maybe a hair late, but they get to where they need to be. But 
maybe they could have got there a little sooner type of deal. But uh, overall, I'm not going to knock it, man. I can't – no complaints from me at all with Josh, man. He's he's on pace and he's doing really well. And I ain't complaining. My boy Josh, he's playing good football. And, and he has the Bills on the verge of clinching a playoff spot probably the earliest um, – well, we clinched at this time last year. Um, but back-to-back years you clinch, but with three weeks to go in the season, it's pretty pretty amazing. We're obviously keeping an eye on that Baltimore-Browns game. Um, tie game, middle of the second quarter right now. Uh, seven, seven, low scoring actually. Um, would have thought that might have been a little bit more of a high scoring contest, but we'll keep you updated on that. Um, I'm, I've been trying to actually look. Does anybody know the answer to this? Because I, I, I really want to try to compare. Um, the last four thousand yard passer in a season for the Bills. Um. Mm. I, I can't the the article that I found on the NFL's website is outdated. Um it's been a while since we've even had a wide receiver go over a thousand. thousand. Really, Stevie and Sammy were the last ones to do it. Yeah. That's it. You know what else? Hey, isn't Diggs Diggs broke uh did he break Eric's record yet? He was tied, I think. He's tied, yep. He's tied. tied. He needs one catch. Um, I sure hope we get to that next week. I am the first sure. play of the damn game. No offense, Eric Moltz, but he'll get that. It's it's gonna happen. So, um, um, while you're looking for that, I do want to give a um a shout out here to Daryl Williams because oh, that man was stuck on T.J. Watt this week, and I'll tell you what, he's done one hell Ooh. of a job. Hell of a job, right? Yep. That right. listen, that Watt is he. Both he and his brother are amazing freaks, man. I just watch those boys, and and they are some football players from hell. I was watching him, and then he come off the field, right, run over to his tablet, grab the tablet, and he would sit the entire break doing nothing but studying our offense, doing nothing but yep. studying. And and man, that's that's talent. That's somebody who's dedicated and committed, you know, to the game. Like when you're really, really doing your homework, even in the middle of the game, like there's not enough scouting yet. We gotta you know, study it during the game, you know, but not, nah, I'll tell you what, we blocked them pretty well and, and we doubled them up a couple times, but even one-on-one, man, it seemed like we held them up pretty good. He, he touched Josh a couple times, but you know, he, we really did a good job of, of uh, tightening him up. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, I was impressed with his play. I've been impressed with his play all season. You know, we, we've been having to rotate these guys in because of injuries. We saw Mitch Morse go out kind of early in the game. And then he, I think he, did he come back? Babe? He came back. Yeah, in, right? came back. Yep. Came yeah. Back. So, but they keep having to rotate the center and you know these guards and the tackle. Just, it's a little bit chaotic. So for these guys to be able to adapt the way they have and take on these guys that are probably going to be on the All Pro list at the end of the year for defensive ends, we've dealt right. with a, a really tough schedule of defensive ends this year. So I'm very, very impressed with the play of this offensive line. Yeah, and T.J. Watt, really, we did a great job containing him yesterday. Um, Hayward, too, he was a man amongst boys in that first half. And then we came out, and we, we were double-teaming him. And, and, and honestly, kudos to that offensive line. But one guy that I think maybe got a paycheck yesterday, um, and maybe some money down the line here when it comes to contract talks, Daryl Williams. Um, he, oh, yeah. played, saying. he played amazing. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Baltimore just took the lead, uh, 14-7, um, in Cleveland. Um, I was looking up that record and I found it. Drew Bledsoe whew, is the last quarterback to throw for over Jim Kelly. Actually, unless this is wrong, this is from profootballreference.com. Uh, every time I use them, it seems pretty accurate. Kelly never threw for more than three thousand yards or more than four thousand yards in a season. But honestly, that seems kind of accurate with today's passing offense. That's just the way you know the NFL has evolved in that because, time. Right, because back then Thurman was running through everybody. I mean, it's different. They had hard runs, yeah. you know, back then. Yeah. The ground and pound was real back then. Yep, it's Josh's. What three hundred and fifty nine yards away from getting to a four thousand yard season? He could potentially do that on Saturday. Um, he will definitely eclipse four thousand this year. 
Oh, yeah. Um, Drew Bledsoe's record is 43-59. I think he could get 600 yards. 200, 250, 250, 250. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, if you do 43-59, Josh is at 36-41 right now. Right? Yeah. He needs 719 yards to break Bledsoe's single-season passing record for the Bills. I think he's got that. I think he's going to do it. It's going to be close. I mean, so what's 718? There's three games. He's going to get 300 this week. Uh, He's got it on this defense. 39.3. He's got it. And, again, a statement, a testament to what Jim Kelly was saying last night during the game. Josh is going to break all my records. Guess who's number two on that list? Jim Kelly. And – 38-44, 38-44, he threw back in 1991. Um, he Woo! was 31 years old then, Jim. Uh, Josh wasn't even thought about then. Um, <laughs> it, it's unbelievable. They, and, and Sunday Night Football, they said it last night on the show, and they were like, and, and obviously we all know this, Josh wasn't even a kid, wasn't even born the last time the no. Bills won the division. And they were saying it all night last night. They were like, this this team hasn't won the division in 25 years. Josh Allen wasn't even born yet. And it was – and I wanted to say kudos to we, – we spoke about it a little bit before we came on tonight. Kudos to the NBC team for Sunday Night Football. Um, it was a really good broadcast, and they, they really did a great job of showcasing um, the city of Buffalo instead of just showing that one glamorous-looking shot of Niagara Falls – they didn't just show chicken wings in a metal bowl getting tossed in sauce. They actually showed it in the anchor bar box. Um, it, it was it was cool. They did a really good job. They actually said they showed Canal Side. Um, they did. It was they, nice. They did a really really good job, and and it was. Um, and I know last year was tough to kind of do because the game was added. The Bills weren't even didn't even have a Sunday night game last year. Mm-hmm. They had to kind of compile some stuff at the last minute. Granted, the game wasn't even here. Um, but the, it was good. And, and obviously if the team keeps playing this way in the next year and in, in the year after that, and the year after that, um, there will be more Sunday night football games in Buffalo. But did anybody see last night when they did a flashback to the last Sunday night game in Buffalo 13 years ago, um, against the Patriots, I was at that game and I saw, I saw that and I was like, God, you, what was you, it, snow? Oh, no, I saw it. Oh, I was going to say. Will, did you see it? <laughs> no. They they showed high – well, I mean, a lot of lowlights for the Bills. Highlights. Um, but they showed a highlight tape from the last time the Bills were on Sunday Night Football in Buffalo. It was way back in 2007. Horrible. Against the Patriots. It was the horrible. game after. It was the same year that Kevin Everett had that horrible injury in the season Ooh, opener. Yeah. Oh. Kevin Everett came on the jumbotron during the game. It was it was a pre-recorded message, but he comes on the jumbotron during the game and says, "Bills fans, I love you. I'm okay. I'm gonna be okay." Um, really cool moment. The stadium just erupts. It, everybody's like, "Wow, the Bills got this. We're gonna beat the Patriots." Uh, <laughs> Little and, did we know. And we lost 56 to 10. And and the, the guys were joking. Wait, was it about, was it 56 to 10? <laughs> yeah. 56 to 10. Probably the worst game I've ever been. <laughs> 56 to 10. I was at the 630 Cleveland Browns game. That was the absolute oh. worst game to ever be at. I was a child. I was, I was with my too. father. I had snow pants on, and that game yep. sucked. I had good seats for that game too, and I, I was like game. so pumped. Three field goals, boring, boring game. Cold the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dad, what? What is this? <laughs> hey, you want to know something? That fifty-six to ten is so funny to me still because I'm just so happy that those days are behind us. <laughs> like, we don't, we don't have to talk about those types of strolls down memory lane, man. We. We're going to be beating teams 56 to 10. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think they have a shot at doing that this week. Um, we'll get into incredible. our predictions. And we'll get into our predictions later on here. But um, it's it's pretty uh, – it is. It's pretty incredible to see how far this team's come. Granted, it took 13 years. 
But here we are, December 14th, 2020, flashing back to, I think it was um, September of, I think it was September. It was either September, regardless, it was the 2007 season. Tom Brady was the quarterback for New England, and uh, he tore us apart. Um, per usual. I, per usual, and pretty pretty average. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a, um, that was not a fun uh, flashback uh, at all. Um, I want to get into uh, – let me pull up the rundown here. I mean, we covered almost everything already. It's just we have so much excitement, and this is such a rare spot for us to be in. Like, well, you, I, want, you want to know something? We I've, I've said it a few times, and it's just important for people to – you know, anybody watching, any, you know, anybody who talks about how great this team is doing right now – it's important to know why it's doing so well. And that is front office. That's definitely coaching. And it's the fact that they, they took the handcuffs off and allowed us to build a football team. That whole low, like when we look back, we haven't been in this situation in 20 years. We haven't been. It's only because they weren't trying to be in this situation. They, they were literally just treading water to stay an NFL team, to, to market the team, to sell it. Now that we're really – trying to be a football team and, and are becoming what we're supposed to be. I mean, hell, they, if they had done this 10 years ago, we could have did that when all my friends, when Lee was here and Stevie oh. was here and we, we had a bomb squad then. I mean, we were right on the cusp right that then. Fun. Oh, that would have been a freaking, oh, that, that would have been special. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, anyway. I wish it didn't take this long. Right? Like, I feel like I've been waiting my entire life. I mean, literally. Ashley, just that thought of just that thought of having a football team that phenomenal back when, like, Lee and Stevie and Donald and all these people were here, that just sent me in overdrive. I was like, whoa! Like, the, <laughs> my party level meter would have been on 27 constantly. I mean, turned <laughs> up. Well, it always turned up. Anyways. How to have my where's will going early? <laughs> it, it Just been. telling everybody it is what it is. Walking around with the shirt. Exactly, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Deal with it. <laughs> so that's right. Uh, I want to just. This is one thing I really want to touch on because it shows actually a how important this Monday night game is right now, but b just going down the stretch completely. Um, in regards to that seven seed, so the seven seed in the playoffs this year is weird. Um, for some reason, and I don't know why, maybe one of you can answer the question for me here. The seven seed, Baltimore. So Baltimore or Miami, realistically, based on this whole tracker that I'm I'm using. Oh, that's why, because I'm not filling out the other uh, slots. So. Let's say, let's say Baltimore somehow wins tonight. Let's say they let's say they win. Then, let's say Miami wins next week against New England. Let's say Miami loses to Oakland. That game's at Oakland or at Vegas. Jesus, I'm still not used to saying that. <laughs> right <laughs> uh, at Vegas next week, and then week seventeen. They play us. I think they could potentially beat us. Miami isn't a bad team. We saw what they did to Mahomes yesterday. Um, I, I think that Miami's not a bad football team. Um, that seven seed could 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 potentially be even eleven and five, which is insane. Wow. I mean, you have the game the games this week. Um, that really prove to be a huge um, telling point are going to be um, that Dolphins-Patriots game because the Dolphins can eliminate New England. Um, again, that's another thing, too. That would be pretty remarkable. Uh, the Dolphins can eliminate New England. Um, the Titans have an NFC matchup against the Lions. The Colts play the Texans. The Colts um, probably win that game. The Colts and Titans would be both 10-4. and four. Then you go to week 16, and then the, the Colts play the Steelers. I think the Colts win that game, and the Titans play the Packers. Probably going to give that one to Green Bay. Um, 
And then Cleveland plays the Jets. That's a dub for Cleveland. And the Cle- then they play the Giants. They play back. They- Cleveland's doing what we did last year and playing at MetLife back-to-back weeks. Um, so going in – so with the teams that are in the hunt right now, going into the last week of the year, you have – I feel like I'm Steve Kornacki for NBC. Um, <laughs> going into the last week of the year, week 17, the playoff picture – would look like this. It would be Cleveland at the five seed at 11 and four. Aw, good for them. It would be Baltimore at the six seed, 11 and five. Tennessee, 10 and five. Miami would be the odd man out. Wow. Even if they beat us in week 17, they would still need help. They would still need Tennessee to lose to Houston. Which won't happen. And they would also need Yeah. I don't know actually. Deshaun Watson, you can't count him out, man. That boy can throw. Yeah, but you got nobody else on that team besides JJ Watt on the defense. And here's Yeah, the thing. you know what? We That's true. Remember. They don't they're struggling at wide out position big time. We got to remember that the AFC has a lot of strong teams, but they also have a lot of really bad teams. I mean, the Jaguars are 1 in 12. The Jets are 0 in 13. The Bengals are 2 in 10. That is why it is so skewed because the teams are either really good or really bad. There's only a couple really middle bad. of the Packers where you got like your Patriots who are 6 and 7, your Broncos are 5 and 8, but those middle of the pack and low tier guys are really skewing the difference between the good teams and the bad teams. Yeah, but I don't even consider the I don't even consider those quote unquote middle of the pack teams middle of the pack. Like, they're more they're, on they're the out. bad side. Yeah. I mean, if you look at I mean, look at the NFC. They have uh, what they have one, two, three, four, five, six. Hang on, one. Well, the whole NFC East. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They have ten teams. Under 500 in the that's NFC. That's crazy to me. The entire NFC East, that's four. The then NFC East is horrible. The Niners, well, Washington's playing some good football right now. Yeah. That defense is stellar, man. That defense is, yeah. is really playing well for them. That defense is really good. Yeah. Uh, then you have the Niners, five and eight. You have Atlanta and Carolina at four and nine. That's seven. And then three of the four teams in the NFC North are under 500. That's probably going to change. Minnesota's playing decent football right now. Chicago had a really good win against Houston on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, that was um, – Nobody saw that coming. No. Um, but, no, this playoff picture in the AFC is interesting, and it looks like the NFC has from years past where the entire NFC is 9-7 and seven or better and in the playoffs, and you have four teams that are 9-7 and seven that don't make the playoffs. That's what it's looking like in the in the AFC this year. I mean, you could potentially have Miami at nine and seven. You can have um, Miami at nine and seven. You can have Vegas at nine and seven. You can even potentially, if New England wins out, you can even have New England at nine and seven and not no make the playoffs. Because right nah. now, the way I did it, I have ten and six being that record you need to get in at the seven seed. Everybody's saying seven seed this year is easier to get in because there's seven seeds. It's a little like maybe you can get a team in there that's eight and eight. Not the case this year. I hate that a little bit. I hate that the the one year that you know Cleveland's trying to break their playoff drought and they were probably going to do it with or without that seven seed. Yeah. And the one year we're finally good, they let more people into the playoffs. We waited our 17 years, and now people can just stroll on in. Like, yeah, I don't right. like that. Right. Well, that. the good thing is this. They can stroll. They, listen, they can stroll all they want. If they're watching what I've been watching on that football field, they'll be strolling right back to that bus, <laughs> strolling to that airport, taking off from that Buffalo airport. And headed home to enjoy their family time with their kids, make some oodles and noodles and Rice Krispie <laughs> treats or something. Because Stroll it's a wrap. Hey, Miami. Stroll it on. Stroll into the golf course. Stroll into the golf course. Ashley, we ain't got time to be playing these kind of games. Hey, Fredo, I appreciate the whole breakdown of the entire NFL all the way back to when Jim Kelly played. But 
Look, man, Buffalo Bills is here right now. We're talking about the new bill, the one with the job. That bill is here now, man. <laughs> hey, we're not going to worry about how all these other people are going to creep their way into the playoffs. All we're going to worry about is this, how Josh and them sitting there like this. Who do we play? <laughs> Bet. Here go Josh. Here's Josh practicing with Diggs. Good catch. <laughs> Touchdown. Nice. Nice. You know, we're just doing things so casually right now because we're that good. <laughs> so. It's so weird. Like, when we got that pick six, that was when we were kind of iffy and Taryn Johnson just, like, pick six it to the house. I jumped yeah. off my couch so quickly. I said, what is wrong with me? But after that, I'm like, right. oh, touchdown. Nice. Good. Because you know why? It happened so damn fast. Like, the first half, I'm not kidding. I'm sitting there like this. We are about to lose this game. They are playing horrible <laughs> yeah. because they were letting Pittsburgh hang around, and that's how nope. Pittsburgh's been winning all year. I said, if they keep on doing these three and outs, we are done. And yeah. then they came out, and they started playing like like it was night and day, man, like somebody just flipped the switch on. So nope. the, the pick six. Diggs just lost his damn mind in the second half. Cole Beasley's walking around with Tourette syndrome, talking to himself after his catches because he's pissed because he couldn't run that last guy over. You know, Cole was pissed. He's like, damn it, I should have got six more yards. You know, Cole's upset, man. Listen, these boys, these boys want to win. All of them are hungry out there. And the best part about it is, this is the best part, without a long rant about this. Best part is, even under pressure, Josh forces defense to pick their poison because if they try to double down on Diggs, we're about to eat you alive with Beasley on this side, Davis on this side. I mean, we have weapons on weapons. You can't do it. If they blitz you, that's just phenomenal. Drop it right over the top, hit them tight ends, or Diggs cross the middle. I mean, the boy had crazy catches over the middle this past yeah. weekend. I thought he was going to get killed. But – that's the truth. I mean, we force defense now to really play us honest. Figure out how you want to play us because we've actually got that. I hate to say this, but that's how I kind of feel. That New England Patriot mentality, like how they were all those years, how you knew that they figure out a way to win, how to be great. I feel like we are at that point. And I definitely said that on the Buff Fanatics podcast last night. I said before the game, I said this team is finally stepping up when someone is injured. It's that Patriots mentality. Do your job. Next man up. Boom. Done. Plug in and play. And we're ready to go. It's almost right. like there's very little drop off from one player to the next. The talent on this exactly. roster is there. Exactly. Yeah. For once. For once. For once. We have the depth. And you got to love what this team's doing. You absolutely have to. Uh, Josh and the boys are clicking on all cylinders. The defense, we who even Ed Oliver last night played. Ed Oliver had the first tackle. He He did. He did. (laughs) I texted the group chat right away. I said, in all caps. And this. Well, I I sent them 27 chicken sandwiches. I would hope that that really just got them going. You know, Popeyes, <laughs> that Popeyes Louisiana sandwich. Will is looking at Will, you're on like a different vibe tonight. You have some Josh's Jacks or something. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm feeling it. <laughs> hey, hey, look, we beat them Steelers, man. I'm pretty happy right now. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm probably gonna go for a walk in the rain in a minute, but look. I'll tell you right now, everybody in this city has to be happy about what's going on with these Buffalo Bills. And beating Pittsburgh last night when there was so much doubt that we possibly could do it um, and beating them so convincingly, like literally making Ben shake his head several times walking off the field trying to figure out what's going on, that will make you hype. That will make you realize – Yo, bring them on, man. Bring on who – I want Mahomes again. Bring him again, right. and we're going to put them boys to rest. There's nothing better than seeing the opposing quarterback literally just look at the, themselves like, what am I doing wrong? Yep. That is the – oh, like when Tom Brady just sits down on the turf. That that was my favorite with his head hung like this. Because you just – it's nice to see that your defense can frustrate the opposing offense and not scare, like scoring points at all. It's great. Exactly. Exactly. We, we want Mahomes. We want we want Pat Mahomes and KC. We want the best. It could happen. 
The AFC Championship game is January 24th. Uh, and I'll tell you what, that game is not going to look like the first one did. No. It's not no going to be a Tuesday nope. afternoon game. It's not. Nope. It's going to be a, probably a 6.30. Well, let's not jump out of ourselves here. But <laughs> it's it's probably going to be at on a Sunday. <laughs> right. We completely skipped the entire rest of the season, <laughs> the whole first round. We're like, yeah, so we play KC in January. So we still hold on to the conference game. <laughs> we're gonna, we want the exactly. conference championship slot, please. Um, <laughs> that's going to be a um, – I mean, obviously a lot of football has to be played. And like we've mentioned, the AFC is tough this year. The AFC is a different beast. Um, but – if the Bills, they have a shot at getting the two seed this year. Um, Pittsburgh, all they have to do is lose one, and the Bills win out. Bills have the two seed. It's right. that's, um, it it would have been nice, man, if um, <coughs> if 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 this didn't happen, because. The Why Bills- do you feel the need to do this week upon? Oh week my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> We've talked for 58 minutes about how great this football team is, and we're going to keep bringing up this one damn play that haunts us. But if that doesn't happen, if that doesn't happen, the Bills are 11 and 2 and the two seed right now. It's the worst. It's true. It's so frustrating. Let's live for the future. And yeah. that play happened. My heart is healed from it. It yeah. was a bloody mess. Trust me. It was it was a horrific, catastrophic stabbing in my heart when I saw that play. But yeah. it happened. And and it was nobody's fault, man. It was a great play by a great offensive player. Yeah, we could have did something differently on defense, swatted that ball to the stands. It is what it is. We just beat the Steelers. Let's concentrate on that. I Let's concentrate on our playoff game against Pat Mahomes in the end of January. <laughs> Let's get to our three keys to the game really quick. Yeah, um, and then some predictions also really quickly. Um, I let Will start last week, so Ashley, you go ahead. All right. So my first key to the game is keep going 1-0. Don't get trapped by this Broncos team that's highly injured and very questionable. Um, Drew Locke's been up and down. We don't know how he's going to play, but just just keep going one and oh. That's that's been the focus all season, and it's been a pretty good philosophy so far. Um, number two, Josh Allen, stay calm, stay consistent. He got a little, like I said earlier, he got a little jittery in the first and second quarter, and I think it was just the the hype of the game, the magnitude of the game going into it. Sunday night, everybody's watching. I don't know if it got to him or not. I think he ends up shining in those games, but just stay calm. Don't don't go crazy in the beginning, but definitely get that that offense down there and score early and score often. And um, <clears throat> my third key is defense needs to keep creating turnovers. I said this yesterday on the podcast, and we we did it. Um, we we need this defense to keep creating those turnovers to frustrate those opposing offenses. And we even scored points. Finally, it's taken three years to score some a defensive touchdown, but we finally did it. That proves this defense is capable of really anything. And if we keep creating those turnovers, that's just going to be go- going more in our favor. And, yeah. Will? I think that uh, <clears throat> my first key is going to be this. Coming off of a high, you know, beating the Pittsburgh Steelers, it was a great win, but it was a horrible start. I say we go into this game treating it like we're going in against KC, going in against, you know, a uh, really tough uh, opponent. Not that Denver's a walkover, but it's a game that we should win. I don't want the team to have that attitude. I want them to go in there uh, like they like this is a playoff win, like they need this to get into the playoffs, you, you know, and uh, really handle business. I want to see Josh, my second key is see Josh stay composed. You know, um, don't get rattled. You know, just play your game and continue to to hone your skills. Um, I love the way he's playing right now. I think that, you know, like I said earlier, he's distributing the ball well. You know, he's, he's definitely running only when he has to, which is great. And he's throwing the ball away. You know, keep playing like that. Um, and, again, just conditioning yourself for the later rounds of the playoffs. The other thing is I want to see that defense. This is my third key. It's similar to all my other third keys because I like to end it with defense, man. I want to see that defense turn up the heat. You know, secondary, when they catch that ball, make them pay. 
you know, and, and put some heat on that quarterback. You know, I don't care who's at the helm. Show that we can get that pass rush going. You know, live in that backfield. Create those turnovers for that defense because we put the pressure on them. That's what makes a lot of those quarterbacks scramble and throw crazy balls up in the air. And, and uh, our defense is young, hungry, and ready. I like to see those boys get, you know, another pick six this week. So I think, uh, you know, turn up the heat on those boys, you know, get that defense, the edge rushing going, uh, make sure that we stay in that backfield and uh, hit them, hit them when we can, make sure they feel it. Come out and win this game. Um, I, I think I agree with both of you with, with all six of your keys. Uh, my number my number one is stay healthy. Um, going down the stretch, no, don't do anything stupid. Um, I, Josh, stay in the pocket. Don't get hurt. Don't do anything that could end up costing us this marvelous, miraculous, great season. Um, stay healthy down the stretch. Don't do anything that could could cost us something down the line. Um, number two, I, I want to see Cole Beasley get a little more active this week. Um, had a good game last night, but um, it wasn't like the game against the Niners or the game before that. Um, try to get him back on that flow. Um, and number three, the ground game really in that fourth quarter came to life. That's how we were able to run out the clock a lot of the final seven, seven and a half minutes or so. Um, I would like to see us get a really balanced run game ahead of the playoffs because good teams do what we did last night in, in running out the clock for the rest of the game. Um, if we can get a balanced run game, I think this team is going to be um, dangerous in the playoffs, and it just adds another facet to this Bills offense and, and what they're capable of. Um, so those are my three keys. Health slash not doing anything stupid, get Cole Beasley involved a little bit more, um, and run the ball. So I dig it. Can you dig it? Can you dig it, though? <laughs> uh, but up next, obviously, a Saturday matinee. Hey, Ashley, I saw I played you uh, this week in, my, in our fantasy league. Oh, I don't pay attention to that. I just put in players that are supposed to be playing. Um, my team sucks. So. My team does suck, too. I don't my think I've won yet. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> You're that bad? Let me look. I, it's Wait. funny because like, I'm projected to score like 70 or 80 every single week. And like in, in a team with this many guys, like that's not terrible. It's hard to do. And plus with so many injuries, it's been hard to pick up guys that are even playing in the game. I did win one game. I'm one in twelve. I'm the worst <laughs> team in the league though. I uh, did win. <laughs> I won one game. Like, Wait, where's uh Stevie? He entered like week five. Stevie is <laughs> Stevie's he's way in the bottom. Stevie, Stevie I think Stevie won like three games. But like, kudos hey, to hey, this is a true story. Listen, this is a true story. Stevie was Stevie was sending me messages like trying to get my players. I'm like, yo, man, <laughs> stop trying to take my players, man. <laughs> you know? It's not my fault you didn't realize you were in a fantasy league until like seven games in. <laughs> right. Hey. You know, kudos to this guy though, Colorado V Men. I don't know who this is, but um, he's got a good squad. He's eleven and two. Damn! Um, okay. Shout out to you. Tough. It's tough. This league is tough with sixteen guys. It's not easy. No, uh, it's so. This is the hardest league I've ever played, to be honest with you. And usually, like, I think if this year is just weird with all the injuries and the no yeah. preseason and like. It's just hard to keep up with a fantasy team, period, this year. I have three different leagues, and all of them are horrible. And usually I'm, like, one or two in every league. Yeah. This year, yeah. nah. I, I, I was really bad at Oh, that. and an update on the Baltimore-Cleveland game. Baltimore and Cleveland are tied 14-14, and the Ravens are in the uh, red zone. So Okay. Nice. Good second half. Um, so definitely keep an eye on that. Again, um, if Baltimore loses – the Bills clinch a playoff spot with three weeks to go. Um, if not, the Bills clinch the can clinch the division on Saturday with just a win. That's all they need to do. First division just championship win. since 1995 on the oh line on Saturday. 25 years in the making. Um, we will see what happens Saturday afternoon. NFL Network, check your local listings. The Bills and the Broncos, Buffalo going for win number 11, Denver trying to pull off the upset, 
and improve to <laughs> six and eight. Um, another episode of the Why So Serious podcast in the books for Will, Ashley, I'm Fredo. We will see you guys again next week. Check our social media for when we are going to be um, going live. Thanks, guys, for watching. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. See you guys. Peace. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> <laughs>